0: There was one time last year we visited Santa Claus at the mall, and um, we sang Silent Night to him.
1: Aaron was with a group of developmentally and intellectually challenged adults. Silent
2: night, holy
0: night. It was just a touching moment. Of, he was just he was starting to cry, and he was just. It's more, I think it's more than words can express, really. It's just, it's, uh, you look at people's faces and you just know that that they've been touched.
2: This is GPS. God. People. Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Scotty Campbell. Merry Christmas from all of us here at GPS. Our guests on this episode, husband and wife Richie and Erin Clow, have dedicated their lives to working with adults who have special needs.
1: Christmas time seemed like a good time to share their story. A big part of the Christmas story is the surprising way God demonstrated his love for us. He didn't come as a ruler in a palace, he came as a baby in a stable. And today, he still demonstrates his love for us in some surprising ways, like through the lives of people
2: with special needs. GPS. God, people, stories. Richie and Aaron work for a ministry that strives to accomplish basically three goals for adults who have developmental and intellectual disabilities. Those goals are growth,
3: independence, and community inclusion. To help them to, to live an independent life as, as close to independent life as they can, for, just as anyone else would. Helping uh, manage money, you know, do things around the house, find a job, reading skills, math skills, whatever is required, you know, cooking cleaning, you know, just the stuff around the house.
1: The ministry serves people with different degrees of independence. Some of them live pretty much on their own in apartments, while others live in group homes. And within those group homes, says Richie, some residents require a lot of assistance;
3: others, not as much. I work one on one with several gentlemen throughout the week. They they go to their day programs or work. So they either go to the art center, uh, like Aaron had mentioned, or some work at the hospitals. Some um, work with uh, lawn care. Love is the Love is
1: the Aaron works with women, but not in a group home.
0: I work one on one with a young lady. Actually, I uh, take her out into the community. She has community goals.
2: One of those goals was to volunteer at a local ministry.
0: She's really grown here. I mean, she didn't have such a wide circle of friends. You know, she she lived at home, and um, she she went to church and had uh, some some young adults there that were her friends. But a lot of times they wouldn't invite her out to, like, birthday parties. It was always, only at church, you know? And so... Uh, uh, started taking her out into the community and, and introducing her to people, and she just made her own little circle of friends.
2: Aaron's one-on-one work with that young lady is only part of what she does. She also works in an art center operated by the ministry.
0: We work on different art set skills. They do music. This is what I, you know. I've been teaching them. We go out into the community and just you know, share share their heart through song, and it, and it just promotes them the confidence you know level and we also do things like different different art and they they sell what they make.
1: It's work or ministry that not everyone's cut out for, but Aaron is and apparently always has been.
0: It's always years and years ago, always been on my heart whenever I saw someone that had special needs I would always like light up inside, you know, even like when I was in elementary school and I saw the uh, classroom of people at lunchtime, I'd see them. And I just it's almost like I wanted to to be a part of and talk to. But, you know, I was I was extremely shy, you know, and I, and so ever since then, it's like, I have this desire to 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 want to know them. You know, it just it took it took a while for me to get there.
1: She got there in a big way when she volunteered at a camp for people with special needs.
0: God was speaking to me at the camp. You know, he opened my eyes right then and there.
3: And you open my eyes, open my eyes when you shine on, you shine on.
0: And they just loved on me and embraced me as soon as I got there. I mean, it wowed me. I'd never been in, you know, an environment where perfect strangers just completely accept you as soon as they see you and they just want to give you a hug and say welcome we're so glad you're here you know
3: that
2: Ah, same camp is where Aaron's husband Richie really came to discover his love for people with special needs but
3: he didn't always have the same compassion that his wife has. I would have been that person that you know looks at people that are different and kind of It's like, oh, why why do they look that way? Why do they act like that? Why are they in a wheelchair and everything? Because I remember being in elementary school and there was a, I didn't know what it was then, uh, a special needs class. And they were just so different. You know, I couldn't understand what they were saying. And I was just, being a kid, kids are mean. And I I just felt so bad now. I'm like, oh gosh, I was a little jerk. That was then. But thanks to God's work in his life, this is Richie today. Typical day. They they come home from the art center or uh, their work uh, day program wherever they're at and you know just kind of kind of greet them say how their day was if they had any issues we talk it out if anyone anyone had any problems at work if they had a bad day just because uh, the thing that in my mind um, I'm foremost want to be their friend not just their their staff. Amazing grace, how sweet the sun.
1: Remember, one of Richie's and Aaron's goals, and the goals of the ministry they work for, is to integrate people with special needs into the broader community. They do that in a lot of different ways.
0: There's one place that we took them, it was the fire station, and there were some great guys over there. They showed them all the trucks, you know, let them honk the horn and get in the fire truck seat, and these, these firemen, they all sat in a circle with us, and we just sang songs, you know... And then they just talked to him and got to know each other and loved on him, you know. Uh, it's just beautiful. And there's so many instances of those beautiful, you know, beautiful stories that have happened. Um, there's just so many places that we've just, you can take them anywhere. And and it brings life into a room. My friends here have taught me so much. God has used you guys so many ways to, to help me understand to love each other with (laughs) a deeper love you know joy to the world the
3: lord
0: is
1: I've been in a room with them, worshipped with a group from the art center where Aaron works, and I agree with Aaron. They brought life into the room and quite a few tears.
0: It's very typical for people to just have tears in their eyes, you know, once they've, they've met them, especially once they've, you know, listened to them sing and connect with them and just start talking to them and dance with them. They, they just they, they have this, this glow and they have tears in their eyes and they're like, that was beautiful. You know, I thank you, thank you for bringing them here. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Silent night, holy night. There was one time last year we visited Santa Claus at the mall, and um, we sang Silent Night to him, and uh, he—it was just a touching moment. he was just—he was starting to cry. And he was just, it's more, I think it's more than words can express, really. You look at people's faces and you just know that that they've been touched.
2: And often, that touch amounts to a better
3: understanding of God's love for all people. It certainly has for Richie. The whole uh, agape love, the the unconditional love. I mean, even if we admit we're never going to understand the full vastness of that word and, and the meaning how God uses it, you feel like you took like an inch step on on a huge map like that. Like, oh, yeah, I I went a mile, but it's only this big on the map. And for Aaron.
0: He uses the least of these in large ways. Their heart just emanates God, you know, the love that they have. God has put something so special inside of them. I think people just start thinking that, you know, they're they're not useful or things like that some people that don't really truly know these people the spirit that they have they teach god uses them to soften other people's hearts go tell it on the mountain over the hills and
2: Has your heart been softened to receive the incomprehensible love that God has for you? Would you like to know more about that love? We can help. Go to billygramradio.org and click on Grow Your Faith. That's billygramradio.org. You're listening to GPS: God,
1: People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association.
3: The scripture says, "For to you is born this day in the city of David, a savior." which is Christ the Lord. Think of it, God in a cradle. Billy Graham. His name was Jesus. And he came on that first Christmas and he was cradled in that manger in Bethlehem. And in that cradle, with the hopes and the dreams of a dying world. And the shadow of the cross fell across Bethlehem. Do you know why? Because in the cross we find Jesus reaching both arms. One arm, one hand, he takes yours. The other one, he takes God the Father. And he brings us together and he reconciles us if we'll repent of our sins and receive him as Lord and Savior. And if there's one thing that Christmas ought to say to all of us is that God loves us, he loves you. Now back to the hosts of GPS, Scotty Campbell
1: and Phil Fleischman. GPS exists first and foremost to tell people about Jesus Christ and the hope that's found in him. But it's only one of the platforms used by the Billy Graham
2: Evangelistic Association to do that. Another one is our internet evangelism outreach. In just over four years, God's used it to bring well over 6 million people into a relationship with Jesus Christ. People are looking for answers to a lot of
1: different questions online, serious questions. And our Internet Evangelism Outreach has the
2: answer. And you can be a very real part of the outreach, maybe as a volunteer online coach, a prayer partner, or a financial supporter. Just go to BillyGramradio.org, click on What We Do at the top of the page, and then under there, look for Internet Evangelism.
1: So on this episode of GPS, we've featured the music of our guest, Erin Fox, and the folks she does life with. We also sprinkled in a few songs from Citizen Way.
2: If you haven't already liked us on Facebook, please do that. Just search for Billy Graham Radio. And in case you didn't know already, GPS is available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and at BillyGrahamRadio.org. I'm Scotty Campbell. And I'm Phil
1: Fleischman. GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association always good news.